Hey, hey, happy Saturday. That sounds a little bit different. Um, I worked extra hard yesterday and I cranked out two episodes. So today you'll see this episode and it's technically the normal episode. And then I have a little like eight and a half minute long bonus episode. So I'm pretty excited about both of these. Um, I just feel like they were super important things and I couldn't pick which one I really wanted to talk about. And I just, I love how they both turned out. So today I'm going to be diving into something that I just feel like I am all too familiar with. And I don't know why, but it seems like around the holidays between Thanksgiving and New Year's, well, technically Thanksgiving and Valentine's Day, it can just seem like we can either enjoy the holiday or... We have to eat healthy and we have to feel bad and we feel guilty about all of the bad food that we're consuming and I feel like personally that makes me eat worse or eat more when I give morality to food and it's crazy. Um, I do have a disordered eating past and it's still something that I struggle with a little bit so I get into that and what has helped me both enjoy the holiday and have food freedom. So I hope it's a help to you and let's go ahead and dive in. So the holidays always seem to be such a vicious cycle um, when it comes to health and fitness goals. Um, It seems like everybody goes really hard um, and then Halloween candy enters our lives. And then, you know, you're like, okay, I'm going to get back on track and then enter Thanksgiving. And then by Thanksgiving, I feel like everybody just stuffs themselves and gives up. And they're like, you know what? At the beginning of the new year, I'm going to, I'm going to get back on track and I'm going to lose, you know, whatever weight I gained, um, during the holidays. And then that leads to a very quick burnout. And then Valentine's Day candy comes back and it just seems like a never ending thing. And I know for me, especially, um, I got sucked into that diet culture really easily. Um, and I would for sure, like I had the mentality that on Thanksgiving, I would just like not eat in the morning. And then we always have like a, uh, like a late lunch, early dinner type, uh, Thanksgiving. And so we, I would just starve and then I would like eat to my heart's desire and then I would literally feel like I was going to throw up. Um, so I have figured out what works best for me with staying on track during the holidays. And I just thought that I would talk about that a little bit today because there's no reason that the holidays have to derail your fitness goals, um, It doesn't have to undo any progress that you made. And I'm just going to share what works best for me. First, though, I would really like to just clarify, I am not a doctor. I am not a, like, dietitian or a health expert. I just know my body. And um, I have done a lot of research um, from people that I respect who are nutritionists. um, And I know what works best for me. And these are the things that I have found that keep me on track. Um, and I just want to share them with you. If it works for you, then that's great. If it doesn't, that's fine too. Not everything will work for everybody and that's okay. Um, that's the beauty about human beings is that we're all so different and we can customize literally everything to fit our needs. 
So my first tip is don't show up starving. Um, I just said that I used to do that a ton, which was probably my biggest mistake. Um, and I, it honestly just made me feel terrible. There's binging on food like that. There was no reason for it. Um, so eat like it's any other day. If you have a routine where you get up at a certain time, like, so for me, my routine, I wake up, I go into the kitchen, I turn on the espresso machine, I take my probiotics on an empty stomach, um, and then I drink like, I have to, when I drink pills, or when I take pills, I have to drink quite a bit of water, or I feel like they get stuck somewhere between like my throat and my my chest. <laughs> um, so I would say that I drink about like 16 ounces of water, uh, just to make sure that I get them down all the way, um, and then I go about my morning and you know, and then I come back and I eat breakfast. And I, one big thing for me is not to have caffeine on an empty stomach. Um, if you have hormone issues, that is key is to not have caffeine on an empty stomach. Um, America, American culture is the only culture in the world where caffeine replaces breakfast. Um, and every other culture, especially in the UK, um, it is a supplement to a good breakfast. But here, a lot of times we are just so fast paced and so busy that we just drink our coffee like our breakfast and it's it has no nutritional value in that way. It's not even food. So that was just, <laughs> just went off on that tangent. Um, but that's super important to me and my health as well. Um, so then I eat breakfast, have coffee with something in my stomach. Um, and that's my like morning eating routine. So on Thanksgiving, that's going to be pretty much the same um, as well. You know, I might change up what I'm eating for breakfast. I try not to. I love eggs, but I try not to just make the same thing over and over so I don't get burnt out. But um, eat like it's any other day. And then while you're eating, you won't, you know, be starving and feel like you just need to eat everything in sight and then feel sick and crash afterwards. Because there's, I mean, I know that the Thanksgiving nap is always, like, tradition. And there's nothing wrong with a nap on Thanksgiving. But um, you're, it's not a great day if you don't feel well and you feel sick because you ate too much. Second of all is do not compromise your movement. Movement of any type is key when trying to stay on track for me. I love to do a fun, like, Christmas day workout or something like that. I'm not saying you have to go run like a 5k on Christmas morning. Um, if that's not your jam, then that's fine. Uh, you don't have to do that. But even like a morning walk, walking the dog, uh, for us, our recycling center for our city is like right around the corner from our house. So we could take the recycling or something like that. Um, even doing a workout is fun too. There's plenty of Christmas themed workouts. Um, whether it's like doing a workout to a song or something like that. And it doesn't even have to be an hour-long workout. Some of the most effective workouts that I like to do during holidays with my husband are Tabata workouts. To put it simply, you just get the most bang for your buck. It's a four-minute workout. That's it, just four minutes. But you are the workouts that you're doing in that four minutes are such like high quality for little time that those really just are the best for us because normally I'm cooking or I have to get ready um, and I can't always, you know, I, with my time, I have to budget it wisely just like a lot of us do. Um, so doing a Tabata workout really is the most beneficial for me. It's eight sets 
Um, I, there's so many different ones. You can find them on Pinterest. Um, in the app store, there are Tabata timers. And it, I mean, my husband really did not believe me when I was like, let's do this Tabata. It's only four minutes. And he didn't think he, he like didn't believe me. He didn't think he was going to get very sore. Um, but he did it and he was like, man, I kind of feel sick now. <laughs> um, and he, you know, he loves them too. And um, there's so many different ways that you can get some movement in that day. Um, so do not, you know, book yourself so much or budge. I know that the day can be super busy, especially if you have to hop around from place to place. Um, I'm fortunate enough that we just go to my parents and that's it. And uh, we just have one stop. So I don't have to like run around like a chicken with my head cut off, but um, there's definitely so so many options um, for workouts that you can do and just keep yourself on track. And also, if you have a routine every day of working out, make sure that you stick to that routine the next day too and have a plan to exercise and move your body the next day as well, but not as punishment. Move your body because you can. Um, exercise should never be punishment in your mind. Um, that just does not start out your workout with a good headspace. Um, if you go into it like, man, I was I was bad, I cheated, I had too many cheat days, I ate a bunch of junk, um, you're going to go into it already feeling defeated and you're, you need high energy and you need to um, just move your body because you love your body. Um, your body, you are not just weight. Um, your body houses so many amazing things about you, your personality, how caring you are. Um, there's so many amazing things that about you that go way past just the, what's on the outside. Um, so don't make exercise a punishment, you know, do it for people who can't, who, you know, maybe they, maybe they have an illness or um, a disability and they wish that they could exercise, they wish that they could move their bodies, um, do it for them. Do it for people who um, don't get that opportunity to because it is a blessing that we can exercise, we can um, treat our bodies as temples and just really take care of them. Uh, thirdly, don't deprive yourself. There is nothing worse than trying to stick to a diet or, I hate that word so much, but trying to stick to like an eating plan or a diet and having to deprive yourself. Um, I do not believe in deprivation. Uh, for me, it's never worked. It always, actually for me, kind of spirals out of control. So if I deprive myself, I tend to deprive, deprive, deprive. And then in my mind, that just gives food way too much power because then all you can think about is that thing that you're depriving yourself of. You feel sick and you're like, man, I can't believe I binged. I can't believe I, I don't know why I did that. I'm never going to lose weight. I'm never going to be healthy. And then, you know, that potentially could lead to purging or wanting to purge. Um, I have a disordered eating past and I definitely have purged before. I'm not proud of it. It was not you know, that's never a good choice. Um, but I still, to this day, sometimes it, I do get little, like, it's, it's so hard to explain if you've never been through it, but I do sometimes like want to purge. I get a little bit tempted. Um, I can, you know, make myself feel nauseated like that and be like, okay, you should go get rid of this now. Um, it's still something that I struggle with every day. And, 
that's why it's deprivation for me just does not work because it gives food way too much power. Um, you can totally have whatever you want, but have a good sized portion of it, which leads me into my next thing of eat a little bit of everything that you like. These two go hand in hand. You don't have to skip the desserts altogether. You don't have to only eat um, like the cleanest things. You don't have to only eat turkey or only eat uh, vegetables or salad or green beans or whatever. You don't have to only eat the clean foods. You can totally have the treats, but a good way to do it for me is I focus on the most nutrient-dense foods and then I add in my treats. So I do that not just on holidays, but um, you know, whenever I'm eating, I try and eat my vegetable first and then my protein and then whatever else there is. For example, the other night I made um, baked chicken thighs with broccoli and macaroni and cheese on the side because it just sounded good. And I ate my broccoli first and then I moved to my chicken and then I ate my mac and cheese. And I just do that. That works best for me um, because I want to fill up on what's good for me first. And then whatever room is left in my stomach, um, then I can fill up on that. And that works the same with holidays too. You know, focus on because they'll keep you full and keep your blood sugar balanced, um, which is very important. Um, I feel like sometimes we get so excited to eat that pumpkin pie or all those Christmas treats that we don't even think about the fact that we still need our nutrients that we eat every other day. Um, so don't skip the uh, greens, the salads, the proteins, and, you know, the parts of the Christmas meal that are actually beneficial for your body. I love how Nicole Modic, she is on Instagram as at Kale Junkie, but she says that all foods are on limits, but plan your treats around the food items where you'll get the greatest nutritional benefit. Now, if you're like me, um, and it, you had a, you kind of struggle with disordered eating, um, holiday meals and dinners can kind of make you a little bit anxious uh, because you don't know what is going to be there. You don't know uh, what ingredients are going to be used in your food. Now, luckily for me, uh, we go to my parents' house and it's just the four of us usually, so um, I don't have a ton to worry about there, but there are still certain ingredients that I don't like to use. Um, so my advice for you, if you have a big family gathering that you go to, um, is just plan the dinner and try and, and take a dish that you are comfortable with eating that you know that you can control, but also don't sacrifice being considerate of others with your need for control. Um, so for example, I usually handle the green bean casserole and I like to make it completely from scratch. Um, I do not like the ingredients in cream and mushroom soup, so I make my own. And it only takes like five more minutes and it's so good, but I want everybody to be able to enjoy the dish and not even tell that I, you know, might've tweaked a couple ingredients. I want everybody to be able to eat it and enjoy it um, and not even be able to tell that it's any different than a traditional um, green bean casserole recipe just because I don't use the cream and mushroom soup that's been sitting on the shelf. <laughs> I think 2020 has taught us more than ever that family time is so important. Um, you don't know when your last family gathering will be. Um, you don't know who will or will not be there next year. Um, so it's about comfort and it's about family time. And you definitely do not want to put so much pressure on food and what you're eating that 
you either ruin the time for everybody or you look back and you're like, man, I didn't even get to enjoy uh, my family's cooking because I was so focused on trying to stay on track and trying to count calories and macros and all of that. Um, a lot of, for a lot of people, cooking is a, how they show their love and how they, it's like not a love language, but it's how they express their love to other people. And the last thing that you want to do is, um, offend somebody or, or look back with regret and wish that you had just eaten the food. Last but not least is give yourself grace. Um, holidays are not about food. Like I said, one day will not throw you off. One day of having, you know, pumpkin pie, one day of having holiday treats and all of that are not going to wreck your way of eating and they're not going to make you gain 10 pounds, um, especially if you stay consistent with your movement and your routine. Um, it's not going to shock your body that much. Again, like I said, this is just what works best for me. These are the things that I have found um, that I like to implement during the holidays. Um, that way I don't set myself back, but I also still enjoy myself. And, you know, ultimately that's what it's about is just being together, being with your family and your loved ones, and um, just being thankful for another year and looking forward to the future. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope you had some good takeaways. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I hope on Christmas you enjoy all of the food that you want to and that you also stay on track with whatever goals you have set for yourself. You can always email at therealwalkpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram at therealwalkpodcast or Miss Danny Walkup. For now, we'll see if my account stays up. And um, as always, I will see you next week on Christmas. Have a good week, guys.